0: Welcome to Pierce Podcast. This is episode for May 2015. And today's message is entitled Standards for Your Life. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Going to Podcast. I'm excited about today's episode as we are focusing on standards in your lives and the values of it. And our verse for today is 1 Corinthians 3:18. It says, Stop deceiving yourselves. If you think you are wise by this world's standards, you need to become a fool to be truly wise. And you know it's funny because when we all uh, look at our lives. We realize we have some form of standards of some sorts, and uh, we look to something to measure against that propels us to that next level in our lives, be it up or down. A standard can help you stay on course and not miss the mark. Standards also help give you um, some sense of direction in your goals and in your decision making. And so the real question is, you know, standards are important inside our Christian lives, but What are we using to measure our standards? And that is the topic of today. You should be using the Word of God to measure your life because the Word of God is our standard as Christians, as believers. The Webster Dictionary gives a definition of standard like this. It says that a standard is something that is very good and that is used to make judgments about the quality of other things. So, we're going to hear a word from my man, Godchild. but we'll be right back and we'll jump right into the message.
1: It's your boy Godchild, the movement with today's word. You will have hardships, downfalls, and disappointments in this life, but one thing will always remain the same, God's word. You will feel alone, depressed, and frustrated, and feel like all hope is lost, but the word of God remains the same. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, and heaven and earth will pass away before his word fails. Therefore, stand on that which is forever. Hold tight to that which is eternal and everlasting, able to bring life where there is death and hope where there is hopelessness. Stand in agreement with that which is able to bring peace where there is chaos and love where there is hate. Allow the word of God to find a place to dwell in your heart so that when you face difficult situations in this life, victory will be yours in every area. May these words encourage you today and reach you in your time of need and may the God of our salvation continue to move you forward. This has been your boy, God Child, the movement with today's word.
0: We're going to talk about standards today and uh, what it means to have them and what they should look like. And, and this is a really important subject for you young people, uh, for all people, but for you young people, it's really important for all people um, because I think that... uh. I think that too many times we, we lower our standards. So we're going to talk about that today and why you shouldn't lower them. Okay, cool. So with that being said, uh, let's jump into our message about standards. The Webster Dictionary says that a standard is something that is very good and that is used to make judgments. We've always talked about how people say, you can't judge me, right? What do we, does anybody remember that? No? Everybody remembers? Your measurement, right? Your measurement, right? You can't judge, but you can measure. You can definitely measure. Matter of fact, you have to measure. And this is important. This is important for a lot of reasons because we have to understand that the devil is crafty. He's very, very tricky. It's very, very tricky in how he approaches things. And he's very deceptive. He's very cunning, right? He he has this he has this whole idea that he basically is going to deceive you and trip you up to bring down your standards. And he does it in a lot of different ways. A lot of times you're allowing your standards to be determined by those around you. And that's what we're going to look at today. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how to avoid the trap of falling into bad standards, right? How to avoid the trap. How do you avoid the trap? We're going to look at that, okay? And the first verse is gonna be, yep, first Peter 2 9 says, go ahead, read that for me. Turn it on.
2: But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are a royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. A result you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light.
0: Okay, excellent. So, so so when we talk about standards, we're talking about setting standards for ourselves as God christians as believers as followers of christ and the standards we set we need to set them high because we are of a royal priesthood we are of a royal a royal nation right we represent god see so we talked about how the soldiers or how the how the royal families fly banners right your walk with christ your life is your banner your life reflects your banner your life reflects the standards you set, right? Your life is the reflection of that. So when people see you, people see a standard of some sorts. They see a standard of some sorts. You're in school and hmm, you kind of like doing, you know, okay, but you're not really doing great. You're just kind of doing Okay. Man, yeah, yeah, you know, he cool and all, but you know, you know, his schooling, man, he ain't that great in school, man. He need to work on that, man. Especially for a person that profess to be, you know, a follower of Christ who's so wonderful and great and high and mighty in God, right? Because remember, the world looks at us, don't they? The world looks at everything we do, don't they? So in the world's eyes, the world is looking for reasons. They're looking for reasons. They're looking. Listen to me. They are looking for reasons to bring, to bring you down. They're looking for reasons. They need to have reasons. They say, oh, they think they, they think they all that. They think they all that in a bag of chips. They think they so high and mighty. They think they so wonderful. They think they this. They think they that, you know, cause uh, you know, cause they they Christians. Right? It's not that you're that much greater than them. It's not that you're that wonderful. Now, you got the same shortcomings they got. You're just better off because you made a choice to accept Christ into your heart as your Lord and personal Savior. And by doing so, you've pointed your life into a certain direction on a certain course that helps raise your standards, okay? So you are a royal priesthood. Understand that, all right? Understand that. Write that down. You need to know that. You need to know You are a royal priest. Let me read it one more time. But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. You belong to God. Look at your neighbor and say, you belong to God. You guys all belong to God. And because you belong to God, he has a certain standard. He has a certain standard that he lives by. And it is true. God does expect us to live by a certain standard, and that is the standard that he's established in his word. You know, it's interesting because um, when you look at the word standard, it's also considered the personal flag of the head of a state or of a member of a royal family. And when you stop and think about that, you would never see someone in a royal family misrepresent their standard, their family or banner, or their family flag. Uh, it's, just, it's just unheard of. It's, it's, uh, it's not acceptable. And so I want to ask you a question. I want you to meditate on this for a second. Uh, do you depend on the approval of your friends to determine your value and your worth? Do your friends set your standard? Think about that. In the end, I would say this to you. When you set standards in your life, there will always be people who will fall away. So let them. Let them. Because they shouldn't have been in your life in the first place. Think about that. We're going to play this new song off my album coming out here very shortly. The song is called Three Nails. and uh, I want you to check it out. And I hope you enjoy it. God bless. We'll be right back.
3: Until you remember the feelings of a real
0: Not my home, just part of my destiny One
3: cross, two cross, three die Two found in paradise And even though the nails are in my hands On the third day, I'll rise again cross the bed, and life don't seem fair, but don't forget the one who knows and cares. Don't see a shame, my cross, your cross, our lives, this time our sacrifice, I know you're the sinner, but God knows your name, Jesse. died. There
0: Four don't three. A... What's your favorite? Uh-huh. One, uh, two,
3: uh-huh, clap, uh-huh, clap, uh-huh, clap. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: All right, go ahead, baby. Go read the next
2: one.
0: 1 First, First Timothy 4 and 12 says. Here. You can see on here. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome.
2: Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity.
0: All right. Excellent. I like that. Don't let anyone think less of you because you're young. Man, how many times? How many times, man? Be honest. How many times has someone told you something because they thought you were young and you weren't responsible and you couldn't handle it and this, that, and the third? Right? Every hand in here should go because I know I got it. I, I used to catch it all the time, man. When I was growing up, I, oh my God, I used to catch it. And see, I've always been wow. I Always look wow. Always, you know, I, just, I was always like, you know what I mean? I just, I was just pee. So I used to always get it extra. Plus, I'm nice, you know, and stuff. And I'm like, uh, and I used to, oh, you ain't ready. Oh, you ain't this. Oh, you ain't that. Listen, First Timothy makes it clear. Don't let anybody, man, look down upon you because you're young. Don't let anybody do it. Don't let them do it. Set a standard, keep it high for yourself. Told you guys before I had when I when I worked in the music industry professionally. Um, and let me explain to you what that means when you say professionally. What that means is when a person says professionally, they got they made their living from it. So I actually made money doing music. Okay, a lot of people do music, but they don't make money from it. I actually made my living, I paid my bills, I did all that. You know, I lived I lived well. And um and, and I did that professionally. So when I made and did music and worked in the music business. I did it professionally and I did well for myself, but I had a lot of people from the time I was like 15 to about 19 who kept telling me, oh, you know, you can't do it. Oh, it's too hard. Oh, you know, you got to have this. Oh, you got to do it. Oh, oh, oh. I heard so many negative things that I probably wouldn't have did it. Oh, you know what? They right. I can't. No, you know what I did? I used it as fuel. I used it as fuel. I let it fuel me. I let it fuel me. I let it it charge me. And something that simple, something that simple began to affect the way I looked at everything in my life, right? It affected everything in my life. I began to care about how well I did in school. I began to care about the goals I set for myself. My goals all of a sudden matter, right? Everything began to be important in my life, right? Everything began to matter in my life because what I began to realize is is that you never let people despise your youth when you're young. Don't let people tell you what you can and cannot do. You can do whatever you desire to do. You just have to be willing to put the work in to do it. You, let me say it again. Say it with me. Be willing, be willing. to put the work in To do it. And you can do anything you really want to do. Seriously. And I'm not just saying that. It's the truth. You can. You can do anything you want to do. Anything you want to do. But you have to be willing to put the work in and make the sacrifices. So I would come home from school when all my friends, which very few friends I had, would go out and play basketball or do whatever they go do. I'd go into my my little room and start working on music. Be in my room six, seven hours every day after school working on production. Had a couple of friends who was into production too. So we'd hang out every now and then. But you know, we'd hang out just to compare beats. Let me hear what you made, man. Oh, that's cool. You know, or, you know, exchange ideas or whatever. Right? But you know, when a lot of people was like, hey, we're going to this party, man, you want to come? Nah, I'm straight, man. I'd be up in my room, man, working on tracks. So I was up in my room working on tracks. Hey man, we going to see the point, man. Pete, man, cool. I'm going, man. But you know, oh yeah, we all got to get new outfits, though. I ain't got no money for new outfits. I'm wearing an outfit I got. Yeah, but don't you care? No, I don't care what nobody thinks cause you know what? People ain't saw it anyway. The people that we going, people that's gonna be around us, they ain't seen it yet anyway. When you go to see the point, there, who saw your outfit? Nobody. nobody, because you know why? Because you're brand new to them. By the time I hit 18, after doing that from. Fifteen to eighteen, I had saved up enough money. Well, actually I had been spending my money, but I spent my money wisely. What was important to me to be able to complete my record. Completed my record, put my record out, got my record deal, never looked back. So I set standards for myself. I put standards in place for my life to achieve what it was I was trying to achieve, and I didn't look back. I didn't look over my shoulder didn't worry about the people, didn't, I just didn't do it, right? Read the next one for me.
2: Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you.
0: So this is Paul. Paul's talking. He's talking here to, to, uh, to the church and particularly to the leaders, and he's saying, listen, put into practice, put into practice, Paul, we know, was an apostle who basically, pretty much, helped get Christendom spread across the world. He was the man who was like, you know, that was his purpose, that was his plan, that was the standard he set for himself. I'm about to, I'm about to take the gospel. I'm about to blow it up. And he's telling them, listen, he's like, focus, focus. He's saying, listen, focus, focus. Keep putting it into practice keep putting into practice the things that you're learning. You got to put into practice. You have to put into practice what's the standard. One of the things that I've always done that I've made as a standard in my life is I get around people who are better off than I am. I get around people who are better off than I am. Because if I'm the only standard I got to measure against, I'm in trouble. And that's. What we have to do. We have to surround ourselves, man, with people. And we have to have influence. We have to be influenced by people that have higher standards than what we have. Okay? Be it in your spiritual life, be it in your natural life. I hang around Pastor because Pastor is at a higher place than I am in my spiritual life. So I get around him and I ask him questions spiritually. See, you have to set standards, okay? You have to set standards for yourselves. And again, it's not, this is not judgment. This is just what it is. It's just challenging you to be better, to be better than where you are right now. You may be in a great place right now, but are you where you want to be? Right? But are you where you want to be? Are you where you want to be? Be it in your spiritual walk, be it in, you know, be it in your, your schooling, be it in your uh, materialistic you know view. Are you where you want to be? Are you where you want to be? Think about that for a second, all right? Let me ask you something. Do you adjust your standards to fit in or compromise your beliefs? Think about that. Failed relationships are not designed to encourage us to lower our expectations, but to raise our standards. Matthew 7, 16-20 says you can identify them by their fruits, that is by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. Do you adjust your standards to fit in and compromise your beliefs? Uh, I want to bring up another point I want you to think about. Your standards will determine the outcome of your goals. How do you set them? How do you set your goals? Raise your standards to create change. You should always raise your standards to create change, not just in your life, but the lives around you too. Proverbs 21.5 says, good planning and hard work leads to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. And I think that's important because again, you get around people, man, who have bad standards, who have bad habits. Man, it's going to affect you in the long run. If You get around people who are late to work uh, or who who are just slothful in school and their homework. That's going to affect you because you're going to begin to act out the environment that you're uh, that you're in if you accept it as the norm and, and, and say it's okay to be like that. And it really isn't. That's not what God called us to be. God called us to be... Um, uh, to to be the best we can for him and for his kingdom and to raise our standards. So begin to pray and ask God to help you in these areas if these are areas you're struggling in. And then the last thing I wanna hit you with, just for food for thought, is if you don't set standards for yourself, someone else will set them for you. Is this in your plan, to allow somebody else to set standards for you? Acceptance of prevailing standards often means you have no standards of your own. Look at what Matthew 6.24 says. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate the one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Or we can substitute money and say you cannot serve God and or another person's standards or another person's plans because that's not the plan that God has for your life we'll be right back after this song
4: singer. Love. La- I'm like ink, so fresh I can smear it. Just sound my name, I already feel it. It's like a bullseye on my head that I'm wearing, but it's not a bull. snapback back cap that I'm talking about. Walking out my faith, live from that New York City. Living where it ain't pretty, Wash Heights. Where they puff haze, play music all night. That's why your boy came, so we can show him Christ. Y'all don't get it, I've been saved. Living for a stage, What's the name. Used to go by C-Light, but then I put it in the grave. Cause I'm stepping off stage, still the same dude living what I say up on that mic. Captain, yeah, graduated now. now 23 and I'm in a new season Wow this is crazy, got it so amazing he been using all that pain He allowed to straight me chiseling. Every little thing of me that isn't him And sin is still wacker than it's ever been Jesus coming back again When he does all that Oh, I used to go to church stuff is irrelevant Following Christ ain't a one-time event It's a lifestyle, not what you use for your girlfriend So there it is, hope y'all listening Yeah, the same mission, but the team look different Don't lie You're living in a world that's passing
0: by Man, I hope you enjoyed today's message uh, This message, as always, has been recorded live in front of our Regeneration uh, Youth Community Service. And if you're ever in the area, or even if you live in the Metro Detroit area, man, and you're looking for a a great church home and a great youth service for your teen between the ages of 13 and 18, come out and visit us at Regeneration at Christian Tabernacle Church. The address is 26555 Franklin Road, uh, Southfield, Michigan. 48033 and that's every Sunday I'm Minister Pierre Mayo and I am the youth minister at Christian Tabernacle Church under the direction of Dr. James Mormon. and our messages are geared for your team so please come out and fellowship with us feel free to do that anytime and I hope you guys enjoy Pierre's podcast and look forward to fellowshipping with you guys again next month, same station same place, same time
1: God bless.